You're listening to the Conscious Connection Podcast, creating connection in a disconnecting world. To learn more, visit our website at consciousconnect.ca. Go. Hi, this is Greg and Jessica with Conscious Connection, and we want to have a quick discussion about a topic that really came about in a very interesting way when Jessica and I first met. Um, I was explaining to her within my, my work within mindfulness training that working with at-risk kids was something that was very deeply passionate and important to me. And as I was explaining to her some of the areas of impact that I was doing within um, this focus on at-risk kids, whether it would be mentoring and guidance and training, she immediately paused me and said, you know, I don't mean to cut you off, but I actually think that all kids are at risk and that segmenting a certain population into classifying them as at risk was something that really set me back in my seat a little bit. And the more I thought about it, the more I spent time thinking, she was 100% right. And it's something that created, again, a strong bond between us in terms of our work together. But I think just in her vision and and how we positively affect our children was something that really struck me. So Jessica, I would like for you to elaborate more on your belief that all kids are at risk. If you could explain that a little bit more. For sure. And I think you know, I've said that before and had people go, you know, whoa, whoa, that's pretty controversial. But I think when I explain it, people understand um, that when we look at society from when people grew up in the 50s, 60s, 70s, um, things were not the same as they are now. And so what has happened is that we have all these parents who grew up in 70s, 80s, 90s, and now they're parenting kids that are in this totally new society, totally different environment, and through no fault of these parents' own, don't necessarily know or have the tools in their toolbox. And so we have kids at risk because we have parents who, you know, don't understand internet or don't understand the risks or don't know what um, what the risks are with social media or, you know, what exactly what is happening at school and, and things like that. And so, you know, this level of risk to our kids um, is happening from the family nucleus all the way into, you know, schools, to their, their friend groups, to what they're getting into online, to internet, to social media, all these things where there's just so much risk that's, that is um, involved. And, you know, layered on top of that is we're now a tech engaged world where, you know, connection, you know, while you might have a thousand Facebook friends or whatever, you're not necessarily connected. You're not necessarily, you know, having those dinner time conversations anymore. You're not necessarily checking in and really having that, that deep connection. And, you know, the level of risk, I think is completely attached to lack of connection. You know, there's this parents are needing to, we're in an environment where parents are needing to work more. You know, there needs to be both are out of the home and maybe out of the home for quite, you know, a lot of hours. And, you know, the kids are online or the kids are just not connected. And, and we've moved away from those, that timing and that culture of, you know, having lots of family around, we're, we're more scattered. And so this, this lack of connection, I think is increasing um, the risk that we have for all of our kids. And it's not, you know, I, I really hesitate and I really question when we start throwing around this term of at-risk youth, like, please define that. What does that mean? Because I think what it used to mean 10 years ago 
um, was that population of kids that were, um, you know, maybe increased, um, you know, maybe issues with socioeconomic background or increased mental health concerns or addictions or homelessness, like that was the level of it at risk. But I think when we stand back and we look at like globally, all of our kids are at risk right now because it, it things like um, sex trafficking, that doesn't just happen to kids in one socioeconomic standpoint. That's across the board now. So I think our level of risk has completely changed. And I think the antidote to an at-risk kid is connection. That's, that's what we're going to do. And we know that because our research has shown that, you know, there's just so much, so much, so much research out there. Um, one of the things that's so interesting about some of the research that's come out is this single concept of um, resiliency being the make or break towards whether or not kids um, how successful kids are later on in life and how well they kind of get through their trauma and that what defines resiliency and and again the single thing that we know that can make or break resiliency is a kid's ability to have one relationship with an adult that is a committed and connected relationship and we know that that works against um that works against their risk factors we know that that increases their resiliency and that's a protective factor um, and when we look at those sorts of things and we look at what that one, even that one committed connected relationship gives to them, it's increased, um, you know, sense of self. It's an increased, you know, understanding of, um, you know, supportive relationships, things like that. Well, if that's what is literally protecting our kids, I think we need to be more conscious about our connection, which sort of brings us into the work that you and I have started doing together is, you know, why did we start this? Why are we using words like conscious connection? Because the research is showing us that kids that are at risk, if we consciously connect, connect them, we're basically the antidote to, that connection is the antidote to, they're at risk. I think when we, think about how connection is loosely defined in our day and age because of social media, because mm -hmm. of the fact that we feel that we can be so interconnected through technology that I think that we've, we've almost turned the definition upside down mm -hmm. in terms of um, when I do a little bit of my work, one of the first things I'll say to my groups is in order for us to connect, we have to disconnect. And part of that is turning off our cell phones. It's uh, detaching ourselves from that, uh, you know, kind of that third limb that we can't do without. That we, we feel that without that, it gives us a sense of purpose. It gives us a sense of belonging. Um, like you mentioned with Facebook, having so many friends and so many likes and so many, um, you know, notices within the different social media platforms. For a lot of these kids, that's their that's their sense of reality. Mm -hmm. And so what I think what we're trying to do within our work with conscious connection is bring it back to the base level of in order to connect fully and to live a happy and thriving life, that connection has to start within yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think that for so many children who grow up in, in many different circumstances, whether it is through demographic um, disparity or it could be you, you come from a very loving household with all of the needs fulfilled, but you just feel disconnected because of time that's not being given. The investment of time is something that I think with everything that we're trying to instill in training and showing people, it's not telling you what to do, it's showing you 
how to connect in a meaningful way. I think at the essence of our work, it really has to start with our children and in how we can get back to redefining what it means to truly connect and to eliminate this feeling of all kids are at risk because I think that every child has the ability to connect. Um, they were born with that ability to connect. Absolutely. It's bringing them back into that source of understanding what that truly means. And, and I, I believe it starts uh, with adults. It starts, it starts with parents. It starts with teachers, mentors, people who can step up and be that positive support for children that I feel is lacking in, in, um, in so, many, for so many people. And I think to a certain degree, you know, these generations where cell phones and social media started, we already had hardwired in ourselves that connection capacity and we were already doing it. So when that came along, um, it maybe wasn't as big of a risk to us because we already had some of those practices. But then as those children started coming into environments, I think that skill has been, we've missed teaching that skill because we forgot that we were taught it, but we haven't necessarily taught it forward yet. So these kids are thinking that their hundred likes on Facebook is connection. And that is not, you know, connection is picking up the phone and calling grandma and having a half an hour conversation about actual life. Connection is sitting and talking to a parent or going out for coffee with a friend sitting. A connection is not your Facebook likes, your Instagram likes, or your TikTok videos. It is your actual interactions on a profound, deeper level. And I think, you know, there's, that's, that's the piece where I feel like, you know, parents that this is not, this is not blaming any parents because we didn't know we're trying to make this up as we go along. Right. So I think now I think we're really starting to realize, okay, this is the crux of the problem. It's, it's not necessarily that social media is our problem. It's just how we're dealing with it and how mm -hmm. we're teaching our kids to deal with it. You know, it's useful at so many things, but how do we actually get back to like bringing back to the basics of sitting across the room, sitting across the table on the phone, having actual conversations with people where you feel connected, you have that sense afterwards of, you know, feeling that increased capacity within yourself. That is what is going to reduce the at-risk behaviors in our kids. Right. And that is at the essence of uh, certain programs that we're introducing within mm -hmm. Conscious Connection, our Conscious Parenting programs, um, everything that has to do with dialogue, our guided journaling, everything that we really put at the heart and soul of what we're about is about um, getting back to understanding what true connection is all about mm -hmm. and showing you how each and every day that impact can be made. Mm -hmm. So we can positively impact ourselves, we can impact our children, which obviously um, impacts our future. Absolutely. That's at the core of our work. It does. These kids are our next generation. We need to invest in them. We do. We do. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Thank you, Jessica, for explaining that. And uh, please do uh, thank you for listening and, and check, check out our programs for more details about uh, how we implement these thoughts and these philosophies into our uh, uh, daily use within our programs. But it's also something that is part of um, the core of our parenting skills as well and something that we want to share. Mm -hmm. uh, to uh, for you as well. So thank you all so much for listening, Jessica. Thank you for for coming on, and uh, we look forward to talking to you soon. Thank, thank you. you.